how's it going, everybody? Welcome to another Miserable Podcast, Horror Decomposed, a mini-review. Big shout-out to my brother for that awesome remix of our theme song he put together for us. It sounds amazing, and I'm really excited to use it moving forward. So thank you again, Matt. If you're joining us for the first time, hi, my name is Zach. I'm the host and editor of another Miserable Podcast, Horror Decomposed. As the name suggests, we are a horror podcast. We uh, talk about our favorite corners of horror and pop culture. Usually, I am joined by my two co-hosts, uh, Casey and Chris. They are not with me for this. This is just a little uh, mini-review I'm throwing out there because our next episode, which is going to be a retrospective on the abominable Dr. Fibes, starring Mr. Vincent Price, is taking a little longer to put together than initially planned. It was supposed to come out in May. So I just wanted to give you a little extra content uh, in the meantime. And I just watched Army of the Dead by another Zach, uh, Mr. Zack Snyder. So I thought I'd share my two cents on it now that I'm sure all of you have seen it since it's one of the most watched films on Netflix already, I think. But uh, hey, what the heck? Let me throw my two cents in here. Bear with me. I usually do not talk by myself like this. <laughs> I know I do promos. If you follow me on social media, I do promos for the podcast, but this is a little different. So hopefully it comes across well. Let me know if you like it and you'd like to see more of these kind of in-between episodes on our off weeks. So Army of the Dead, directed by Zack Snyder, also co-written by Zack Snyder, along with Shay Hatton and Joe B. Harold. Ah! You know, uh, I'm going to avoid spoilers with this review. And kind of avoid talking about major plot points as well and talk about more just my thoughts about the state of the zombie subgenre as a whole. It's really great to see uh, Zack Snyder return to the horror genre after, God, what has it now been, 17 years uh, since he did the Dawn of the Dead remake in 2004. That's probably still my favorite movie of his. Admittedly, there's a lot of his I haven't seen. Somehow I made it through high school without watching 300. I do not know how I accomplished that feat. But I didn't see it. But I was a big fan of the Dawn of the Dead remake. Um, unfortunately, one of the, I think, key ingredients to the success of that remake, uh, Mr. James Gunn, who wrote the Dawn of the Dead remake, was not involved with Army of the Dead. And it kind of shows in the script because it's just missing that wit. It's missing the personality of James Gunn or just any personality of its own, really. It just feels a little... It's, it's a run-of-the-mill, big-budget zombie action movie. And it's two and a half hours long. I do not know why it is that long. <laughs> I actually look up the runtimes of pretty much every other prominent zombie movie of the last 50 years from Night of the Living Dead on. And it is the longest uh, zombie movie, not counting maybe miniseries or TV series or anything like that, just like a feature zombie movie that I could find. There might be some foreign ones that I'm missing. But of the ones I looked up, it is the longest zombie movie that I've seen. It's longer than World War Z. And why? I, it, it's not like this movie drags necessarily. It moves at a pretty steady clip, but it just didn't need to be two and a half hours. There's no, nothing about the plot beats. They don't even utilize that runtime to their advantage. There isn't anything in here that couldn't have been trunked down to an hour, 40 minutes, hour, 30 minutes even. You know, I understand it's kind of an ensemble movie and there's a big cast, but they don't really explore the characters enough to warrant two hours and 20 minute runtime, you know? Uh, so kind of weird <laughs> that's honestly my like my the least of my problems with this film i actually enjoyed elements of it i'm gonna probably give about uh, i'm gonna give a little bit of a negative review here even though my rating isn't that negative i just 
have some issues with the kind of state of the zombie genre as it is right now. So I will say my favorite part of Army and the Dead is probably the like opening 10 minutes. There's a really cool kind of sequence with, you know, an army, a convoy, and they're escorting this uh, top secret cargo, which of course is a zombie. That's a mild spoiler. And, you know, you cut back and forth between them and this honeymoon couple that just got married and they're kind of getting frisky in the car and they're not paying attention to the road. And you can guess what happens next. <laughs> so that kind of starts the outbreak there. And then we get a great montage sequence where you introduce to you Dave Batista and a bunch of these uh, mercenary soldiers. They're trying to fend off this zombie outbreak that is spreading through Las Vegas. Really cool kind of slow motion sequence, uh, fantastic cinematography. And we get a really cool kind of tragic uh, backstory that's told to us with one of these soldiers and their daughter, a character that does not factor into the rest of the story because of this uh, backstory, which you'll see in the sequence. And it's honestly, the, the, the as cool as the sequence is, it's better than the story that's told in the movie, in my opinion. I would have rather watched that story play out than what we get. So yeah, the plot of this movie, basically, before I just branch off into talking about the zombie subgenre, is that Batista and the, is hired by um, basically a Steve Wynn type who owns one of the casinos in Vegas to break into a vault uh, in his hotel and take $200 million. And he'll get a cut of $50 million if he does it. All right, fine. You know, at the end of the day, Army of the Dead, it's just another zombie movie that takes place during the day. It doesn't use the Las Vegas iconography to its full advantage. You see like the Luxor pyramid and you see the Statue of Liberty, but they just don't take advantage of the backdrop as much as they could. I'm a, I'm a sucker for films set in Las Vegas. That was my family vacation spot growing up. I grew up out here in Southern California. We we're always close by when I was a kid. That's what we did every summer. We would go to Las Vegas. So I have a fondness for movies that are set in Las Vegas, you know? This doesn't do much with it. Um, and that's largely because it's another zombie movie that's set uh, post-outbreak. It's set a couple of years after this montage sequence we see in the beginning of the movie where you see the outbreak in Las Vegas. And I would much rather have seen this movie, seen a movie uh, set during the outbreak of Las Vegas because there's so much you can do with that. Las Vegas is such a, an exciting city. You know, you have buffets and uh, lavish pool areas. You have Cirque du Soleil shows. Imagine a zombie outbreak in any of those areas. I mean, obviously, bustling casinos. Uh, the, the strip itself with uh, the wonderful uh, lights. And it's just, there's so much you can do with that and so many cool sequences you can create. But when you remove that, when you decide to set it post-outbreak a few years later, so all we get is dilapidated Las Vegas and ruined buildings and pretty much nothing recognizable in Las Vegas. I don't know. You're missing so much with that. And it's just another run of the mill post-apocalyptic zombie movie. And so uh, just conceptually, I, I just have a problem with this, how the, the timeline that it's set in. And I'm just kind of over that post outbreak zombie movie. I want to see more zombie movies that happen as the outbreak is ongoing. Cause I just think that's more interesting. That's what night of the living dead is. That's where return to the living dead is, you know, um, and it's not like there are great zombie movies that happen a few years after the outbreak takes place. You know, I just, it seems like lately the theme is to start the zombie movie. You know, you show the initial outbreak and then you cut to a few years later, you know, your I am legends and I am legends. Great. But this is not up to that tier. I think it's, it's a very run of the mill 
zombie flick. The zombies themselves, there's less practical effects here than in the Dawn of the Dead remake, or really most any you know putable zombie movie of the last 50 years. Like a lot of zombie properties lately, there are a couple types of zombies, the traditional slow-moving zombies, which they call shamblers here. And then there's a more intelligent, fast-moving breed of zombies called alphas, which are more human in nature. There's a, a king zombie and a queen zombie. They kind of reminded me almost of the vampires in 30 Days a Night, which I know they're not zombies, but they're kind of similar in their mannerisms. I think the vampires in 30 Days a Night are a little cooler. Also, you know, reminiscent of the zombies in uh, I Am Legend and a bit World War Z, except I think the CG is a little better here. But they're just kind of unremarkable. There's one zombie later on that seems kind of a nod to uh, Bub from Day of the Dead, but no one's Bub, you know. Uh, I will say, just if you're going and expecting cool zombie uh, practical effects, you're not really going to get that. You'll see a shot of, you know, zombie Elvis in a crowd, but there's just so much kind of CG sheen on everything. It's not the same thing as, you know, Tarman from Return of the Living Dead. There is a zombie tiger, which is cool, but again, I mean, it's totally, you know, CGI. I did enjoy that they mentioned that this was a tiger from Siegfried and Roy, because the Siegfried and Roy uh, secret garden habitat still open at the Mirage, so um, I thought that was a fun uh, reference there. But yeah, overall, I just, this movie's fine. The cast is fine. Uh, Dave Bautista, he's fine. <laughs> you know, he, his best moments are the scenes with his daughter, who's played by Ella Purnell, who's also great. Uh, Matthias Schwehofer. I'm sorry, Matthias, if you're listening. I totally butchered your last name. He plays Ludwig Dieter. He's the safe cracker. He has some great moments. Uh, Tig Notaro is really, uh, you know, funny in her role. Again, though, overall, this movie lacked uh, in the humor department. It really needed a few punch-ups and some more jokes. It just felt like they didn't give the ensemble much to work with. When you look at something like the Fast and the Furious series or Guardians of the Galaxy or really any kind of action ensemble movie, th there's more of a, a com camaraderie. There's more chemistry, and I just felt like they, they didn't really give this cast uh, of actors much to work with here. I think Nora Arnazader has... Uh, a lot of potential as like a Ripley type action hero. I really enjoyed her role as Lily, AKA the coyote. But yeah. Overall it's fine. If you're just looking for a, a dumb zombie movie to watch, you could do worse. There's nothing inherently wrong with this movie. It just doesn't really take that many risks. It's a slick, well shot, well made zombie movie, but every beat, every plot beat feels you know, done before and unpredictable. There just was nothing that surprised me in this movie. There's a jerk character that, of course, is going to get his comeuppance, that gets his comeuppance. You know, it's just, it's a zombie movie, and it's not that inspired of a zombie movie. Who's there? Real quick, just to wrap up my thoughts on the zombie subgenre moving forward, I really would like to see zombie films move back to the graveyard and back to the cemetery. We just have so many zombie flicks that are set during the day in a post-apocalyptic, you know, time period or post-outbreak, whatever. They just, when was the last time you saw a zombie movie set in a cemetery, set in a graveyard, like Night of the Living Dead, like Return of the Living Dead? That's the that's the kind of iconography I miss. That, that atmosphere, the fog, you know, that mood. I miss zombie hands punching up through the earth, you know. That's what I think of when I think of a zombie. And I just don't see that anymore in zombie movies. And it's a shame because that's what made zombies scary. When, he, when Night of the Living Dead came out, people were terrified of that film. You know, and it still holds up. And it's I, I miss that imagery. And I really hope someone brings that back. So 
Anyway, so that is my thought of zombie movies moving forward. Back to the cemetery people. Come on, look how cool the zombies were in Thriller. Look how much personality they had. They were so cool. The practical effects, Mr. Rick Baker. I mean, obviously, the most legendary effects man there is. But gosh, they were so cool. I want to see zombies like that again. Make it happen, guys. All right. So that is my review of Army of the Dead. My final rating is three stars out of five. I, I need to do something more interesting with my ratings. What I had, if you guys followed our website, which our podcast stemmed out of, miserablepileofsecrets.com, which is still up. When I used to do written reviews, I would use the, uh, I had a sprite of the bats from the original NES Legend of Zelda. I believe they're called Keys. And I use those in my ratings and I always love the way that looks, but I don't do written reviews anymore. But uh, anyway, I digress. So three stars out of five is my review of Army of the Dead. So yeah, uh, please stay tuned. We're going to have a retrospective, like I said, on the abominable Dr. Vibes coming up very shortly in the next couple of weeks. If you enjoyed this kind of mini review, let me know and I'll do more of them. As always, please follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to us on YouTube under another miserable podcast. And also you can follow my personal account at twitter.com slash earth2zack. That's earth, the number two, Zach, Z-A-K. You can follow me on Instagram under the same thing. I hope you had a wonderful Memorial Day or still enjoying Memorial Day, depending on uh, when this episode comes out. It might come out uh, on Memorial Day. Have a wonderful week. And I'll see you guys soon. Later. Later.